Today I'm here with Destiny Medina, photographer extraordinaire. Um, who are you and what do you got coming up right now? So as you just said, my name is Destiny Medina. I am a local photographer. I'm also an art therapist in the works. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm an artist. I kind of do it all. I sculpt, I paint, mostly do photography. Um, and yeah, I have a gallery coming up this month, January 21st, um, is my opening date for Being Brutal. Um, okay. It's a photo gallery that uh, encompasses Puerto Rico. Bien Brutal, okay. Could you tell me about that name? That name is very, um, it stands out to me for a few reasons, but can you tell me about it? What, what's up with that? Yeah, so I actually had like an assortment of titles and I stuck with that one because my grandma in specific, she loves to say that phrase. It's a super Puerto Rican phrase. It basically means like top notch. Like it is, mm -hmm. it is it. This is it. Like yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a peak. <laughs> okay, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. So why did you name the art show that? Because uh, peak body. I would say so, but I think it's also just, it has a lot to do with the fact that I feel like this is some of my most like meaningful work. Um, okay. So this is like the best of what I have to offer as of right now. Me Okay, damn. Those are, those are two different um, descriptions though. Like the most meaningful, but also the best like quality, yeah. right? Um, and those are two different two different questions. I think one is more personal and one's a little more technical, maybe. Yeah. Um, I love, I personally love talking technique, you know what I mean? Um, but first, like, what, what makes it so meaningful to you? Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm obviously Puerto Rican, um, but I have not been to PR since I was one. You haven't been to PR since you were one? Yeah. That's crazy. So... This has been like a desire of mine, a dream of mine, you know, to go home, right? Mm -hmm. um, Self-discovery, all that good stuff. And so I finally went and I was there for like a week and a half. So I really got to like explore like my culture and family and all of that. So it mm -hmm. just, it meant that much more. Okay. What were some of the most enlightening, were there any, any observations you made um, during that time over there? Yeah, I honestly, I was so scared, like, when I first, like, okay. landed. I was like, man, like, I'm going to stick out, like, a sore thumb. Like, I'm going to be, like, the gringa. <laughs> They're going to yeah. know, like, I wasn't born here. I wasn't raised here. And it was honestly the complete opposite. Okay. I was very, like, welcomed, like, as if I had, like, lived there. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That's something that um, I think a lot of first-generationers probably go through, especially, like, you know, I felt that. You go back... You go back home and you're not even back home. I, I don't necessarily even call DR home personally. You know, it's a place where my, I don't want to get too deep into that, right? Um, but it is, it's sort of this phenomenon because we're always dealing with this sort of biculturalism. Mm -hmm. um, we're from one place and we're from another, but we're from neither. Yeah. Um, sort of, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we're from both. How do you feel despite being so almost, how old are you now? I'm 24. You're 24. So 23 years, you didn't go to PR? Yeah. Okay. Despite that that distance, how have you felt your um, just your Puerto Rican household has influenced your very American, and I don't want to say very American, but yeah. an experience in America? Yeah. Um, honestly, I feel like I've always just been like trying to be aware of like my culture, right? So whether it's like the food that I eat or like 
what I listen to, like I've always tried to make it like something very prevalent in my life to keep my culture alive because since I was born and raised here, like English was always my first language. So that was already something that like I kind of got taken away from me of not having Spanish as my first language. So I think for me, I just like tried to keep my culture alive like as much as I could. Um, okay. Yeah. Keep your culture alive as much as you could. Yeah. Interesting. Damn. Is it dying? I wouldn't say it's dying. I would say like living here my whole life, like it's very easy to become like accustomed to just like do you, you feel like, do you feel like the disconnection is really like easy to get habituated to? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I think like once you kinda start to lose touch with that like part of yourself, like it's really difficult to get it back. Okay. Damn, damn. So is this so what the the would the mission of Bien Brutal be like an attempt at reconnection or like a nurturing of an already existing connection? I would say both really. I think for me like it definitely like I needed that like for myself to prove to myself like you still have that culture in you. Like you never lost it. It just kind of was like in hiding for a while. Okay. And you know, no, 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 you good? No, nah, I wasn't gonna say nothing. I was, I'm thinking like I, I have these little interjections. I'll be like, yeah, okay. I'm like, cool. you know, what I'm saying those are my little habits and shit. You know, what I'm saying, um, I no, I'm, I'm always curious. Like, this is always an interesting topic. I because there's always the language I hear like taken away mm. or like dying or need to be kept alive. Yeah. and it's sort of like. I don't necessarily totally disagree with it, mm -hmm. but I don't totally agree with the language either. Yeah. Because it's it's a weird like thing to describe a mm -hmm. bicultural experience yeah. in general. You know what I'm saying? And it's a weird thing to even experience because you're really like in this like middle ground. Mm -hmm. um, how do you feel about living in America? Or like what is what is life like here for you? I guess like, it's, it's all you've. I mean, I suppose... It's all I've really known, you know realistically. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, what are the contrasts and, like, shades and the nuances of it, you think? I think when it comes to, like, me living here, I always try to keep in mind, like, why I'm here. So, like, I came here because my parents wanted something better for me. Mm -hmm. So I always keep that at, at, like, the back of my head. So even when things aren't really, like, going too well, I'm like, okay, Destiny the large purpose of this like you being here is because they wanted something better for you so make the best of what you can here because mm -hmm. if like clearly if they didn't want you to be over there like there's a reason for that too mm -hmm. so i would say like overall my experience like I, I take everything like one day at a time like that's all you really can do okay realistically yeah, yeah. so i'm making the best of what i have no i, <laughs> I don't know if that answers your question but <laughs> no i feel like that's that's a fair that's a fair analysis, man. I feel like, because I know I feel the same way when I, I think, because it's always such an interesting cultural dialogue. It's always an, inter an intergenerational dialogue, too. Because, you know what I mean? I feel like sometimes from like our fellow first generationers and stuff, we hear a lot of like, fuck this place, it sucks. Let's go back to DR or some shit. Yeah. But then, you know, you talk to like our parents and they're like, are you stupid? Mm. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I don't know, it's always a conflict and I'm always like, I try to keep as minimal judgment as possible. Yeah. And like you say, like, take it a day at a time because, I don't know, I personally feel like arguing about it and thinking about it too much. Mm. I don't know. 
it's really easy to think about it in, not, in a non-productive way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh. I think also, like, for me, too, like, having had visited, like, recently, like, even though I love it there, one of the first things I said was, I would never live here. Okay. Tell me I about that. I would never live there. I think, like, there's a lot of, like, bad things that are happening in PR that, like, just people don't know about. Mm-hmm. Like, poverty rate is insane. Like, minimum wage, I believe, is eight fifty right now. Like, how do you... That's, that's low-key, but that's low-key a dollar more than New Hampshire. I'd like to point <laughs> out. <laughs> that's crazy. I didn't I'd even like know to that. point that out. But that's not taking into consideration, like, how yeah. high, like, yeah, yeah, inflation yeah. is over there. Like, the no. prices of stuff is crazy. Like, it's it's just, like, not livable. Gas within itself, like, you could have a car, that's great. But, like, then to have to pay gas, like, yeah, yeah. I might as well just not even go anywhere. But there's just, like, so much that's happening. Um, for example, like, the Promesa, like, issue that happened. What's that? Um, it's basically like a law that they kind of put in that gives seven people the right to control like the depth of PR. And the, the debt? Yeah. Okay. And out of these seven people, only like two or three actually live there and are Puerto Rican. Okay. The rest of them are, you know, like Caucasian. From the main, the mainland yes. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So... You know, there's a lot of violence right now. There's a lot of people that are, like, trying to rebel against it, which, like, I get it. Y'all are pissed off. So, yeah, it just, it's not what it used to be. No, no, for sure. My my father's half Puerto Rican, um, and he's currently in DR. Mm. Um, I actually lived in DR for two years, from, like, a, a, the age of 11 or 13. I had the weird circumstances where I wasn't born there and then left. Yeah. I was born here and went over there. Um but it's sort of like once upon a time I asked my dad, I'm like, why don't you go to PR? I mean, you, you was there from like a child. And he yeah. was like, I'm not going back there. You crazy. Um, and exactly what you told me. And it's sort of like, it's rough. You know what I mean? Um, I used to get a little frustrated with our peers, I suppose, whenever they almost like glorified the homeland. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because um, having lived there, man, I'm like, why the hell? You, what? You know what I'm saying? It's confusing. But at the same time, there's that sentiment because you can't get rid of your attachments to that place. And we have a history with it. And yeah. sort of like, you, you know, that sense of compassion never really mm-hmm. leaves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that desire to do and be empathetic and almost like express reciprocity. Like it never goes away. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you feel your... Do you feel Bien Brutal was in any way... Um, like reciprocal, like was there a give and take involved in creating in creating that? Honestly, I feel like it was just something like I needed to do because I feel like a lot of like what I'll be showing within like the images is not like the PR that people expect. What is that? So like for me at least like when people think of like PR they're like oh like beautiful beaches and like oh it's all this like bright colors and all this stuff which is like yeah that's true that that's a fact but I'm also trying to show like the opposite side of that like all the strays like why are there so many strays oh because of all the hurricanes and stuff that's happened and nobody wants to help like mm-hmm. so sorry that was a tangent <laughs> no we, we invite tangents we want tangents <laughs> No clear answers ever, bro. You good. It's a podcast. There are no rules, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I think I'm just trying to bring a different truth to, like, 
what's really going on over there. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I think it's important. Here's, here's, a, here's a question from creator to creator. Um, what is the importance of storytelling to you? Um, yeah. Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> Take your time. No rush. Yeah. I think storytelling is important, like, in any type of art medium, or even if it's not even an art medium, like, your story and, like, your purpose, your meaning, your your why is, like, important for people to know. And I think, like, sharing that story with others, like, validates it in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think more often than not, like, people are so scared to talk about, like, their stories and their lived experiences for, you know for many reasons and I think like once we get over that that fear like it's so liberating Mm -hmm. to just talk about like things that mean something to you like I don't care if it means nothing to you but it means everything to me Mm -hmm. is this your first show by the way or yeah this is my first like solo show okay okay so is there like how do you feel about how do you feel it I guess actually (laughs) how do you feel that's a better question um (laughs) scared (laughs) okay uh yeah but you know I I I didn't have a show for so long because of like that self-doubt, right? Like you get into your head as an artist, as a creative, just like, oh, like, is this good enough? Like, is it, are people gonna like understand what I'm trying to portray? And I think for me, like one of my biggest things that I've learned like this year is like, that doesn't even matter. Cause as long as it's important to you, like that's what matters. Like, mm-hmm. and for me, like, I was like, if people like walk in and out of this gallery and are like, what the heck did I just see? I'm okay with that because at least they saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Im- um, the image lives in their mind, yeah. whether they want it to or not. Exactly. But yeah, I'm definitely fearful. <laughs> uh-huh. Damn. For, for valid reasons. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Art, art is a scary endeavor. Um, speaking of fear, I guess, like, how has, um, how has art been therapeutic? I, I hope you see where I'm going to get with this one. But I you know am, what I mean? I am. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me. This showing in specific or just like art in general? I want to talk about this show specifically. I hate <laughs> generalities can get really... Yeah. yeah. Like, tell me the details, bro. Like, you know, if you don't feel free, be afraid to get a little like... This photo <laughs> in particular really pisses me off. And then, you know what? We'll go up there and look at the photo and be like, yeah, that's annoying, bro. Um, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think this whole process, right, has been really healing for me, has been really therapeutic just from like going to PR, right? Going back to somewhere that like, for me realistically, like even though I was like, oh yeah, I, I went when I was one, I've never been there. Like I don't remember that when I was one. Mm-hmm. So for me, this was like a new experience. This was something that I needed to do for myself. Like mm-hmm. um, for years, like people- Did you go with family or anything? Like, okay. Yeah, so I went with my, with my cousin actually and his wife the first time. And uh. then I went back in like November with my dad, who also hadn't been there in years. Okay, so you went twice in one year. Yeah. Okay. All right. You was you was having fun. I'm balling. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, balling. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> but you yeah. Need that destiny kind of money. You heard? No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, I for years I kind of struggled right with like just the idea of culture. Right. I grew up here. First thing was English. Like. I don't know, like I always kind of felt like a part of me was missing. So I felt like it was so important for me to go back, right, Mm -hmm. to this place, right, to see like 
what is it like? What are the people like? What is, what is the food really like? You know, like, and to really kind of piece together like certain characteristics about myself or trait about myself of like, okay, is that like just because it's like how you are or is it like have to do with like your culture, like your background? Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole journey was kind of therapeutic for me and like, I love photography, right? Like it's, it's a lens, like it's, it's my way to show you what I see, how I view the world, my perspective of things. And so the fact that I could just capture like kind of everyday little moments and show you like, oh, this is what I saw today. Like it's something so simple, but like years later, like I'll look back to this and I'll remember that exact moment, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, okay. I'll be able to like replay that memory in my head. Do, do you ever feel, I asked this question to Gladys the other time about writing. Like I asked her if words are ever enough. Because I feel like words and pictures are the same thing. Mm. I, um, do you ever feel like a picture is ever enough to, to describe or like to capture your perspective or ideas? Definitely. You feel like it's enough? Definitely. Tell me about that. Yeah. Because I don't feel like my words are enough. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them shit sometimes, man. I think thinking about like the therapeutic side of it, right? Like it, going back to like art therapy, right? Like a majority of like clients are like children, right? People who struggle with language. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? Language is something that like your vocabulary and all this stuff, like it grows as you get older. But for children, like it's something that's really difficult for them. Yeah. It's sometimes harder for them to express emotions, express, you know, whatever it is that they're like dealing with. And so an image is an easy way for them to portray whatever it is that's going on in their head that they can't verbalize. Mm-hmm. So for me, like an image, yes, like I can put my heart and soul into that and like you would know exactly what it is that I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it really depends on the person, I think, and depending on like how much you're willing to share, right? Like, mm-hmm. but I think very much so, yeah. Okay, man, that's crazy. You know, like, I, I I love, like, neuroscience and I love for, like, cognitive, like, philosophy of mind stuff. Yeah. And we always, or I always come into, like, this question between words and pictures. Mm. Um, because it's one thing for me to tell you, okay, this is located on the shelf and I could give you all the descriptors possible. I could just show you a picture and make life phenomenally easier. Um, and sort of, like, we're primarily visual, I think, mm. right? Before we ever learn to use words... Like, we understand in pictures. Um, damn, that's crazy. Can you tell me more about, like, damn, nah, I really do love that, dog. Tell me more about art therapy, though. Where where, where are you studying right now? What is what is up with your art therapy career? Where are you at? Yeah, so um, I have my bachelor's right now. I got it at Leslie University. I at plan, Leslie? Yeah, okay. I plan to go back for my master's um, to get my licensure so that I can, like, really start to, like, okay. put this into practice, right? Yeah. Um, I think when people hear art therapy, they either have no idea what it is or they're like, oh, it's painting. That's That's cute. That's what I imagine. Right? I'll yeah. be real. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll be honest. Um. I think when it comes to therapy, like, there's so many different kinds of therapy, right? There's music therapy, there's photo therapy, there's, you know, speech therapy. There's, there's just, like, a whole slew of, of different stuff. Personally, art therapy to me is just using any type of art medium to express things that might be difficult to express otherwise. Mm-hmm. Right? That, to me, that's the simplest way to explain it. So whether that's painting, drawing, writing, taking pictures, like... It doesn't matter what the medium is, sculpture, like, if you can express yourself in that type of way, 
and it's easier for you to do it that way than it is for you to physically like sit down and have a conversation with me go ahead and do that and we'll figure it out together damn okay and is there like um oh wow so is there like a problem solving aspect involved after the drawing or after the imagery like you know what i'm saying like because that seems like a twofold process mm -hmm. then it's one part having a child like express themselves artistically yeah. and then another part you having to sit there and decipher yeah what the hell they just did it's a lot of deciphering but it's also a lot of like question asking like oh why did you choose the color yellow what does okay. yellow mean to you like and it could be things that like subconsciously you're like oh just because i like yellow and then you know you start to think about it and it's like oh wow yellow is actually the color of my mom's favorite flower or whatever i don't know but like you start asking like these very simple questions. Oh, why did you draw the person? Say it's like a picture of a person and a bridge and all this person. Why why did you draw the person at the end of the bridge and not at the beginning of the bridge? Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's just like thinking about those little things that like yeah, you know you would just see like oh it's just a part of the, the image. It's just you know what I thought fit, but really yeah. it's like it always has a deeper meaning. No, no, it, it's that's true, man. It's crazy. It sounds like that that I think. It's often take for, it's often taken for granted, um, like the interpretability of art. Um, some people will see a painting and they just see a painting, mm -hmm. um, or some people will hear a song and they'll just hear the song. But there's honestly so much that'll go into certain um, layers. Yeah, for and, sure. And and points and it's sort of funny. Damn, because as as a, as a kid you're far less intentional, mm -hmm. but like as an artist. Every brushstroke is very intentional. You know what I mean? Every every word, every phrase. Mm -hmm. The fact that I put like a, a verb at the beginning of a sentence instead of the end of a sentence mm. is not just indicative of like, um, you know, the sentence structure, but yeah. also the freaking character's mindset. You know, um, I don't know. Have you worked with a lot of kids now? Or um, so as of right now, since I'm not like licensed, I'm only allowed to do kind of like group therapy. Okay. I've mostly worked with. Um, high schoolers. High schoolers. Yeah. Okay. What has that been like? Are they intolerable? No, I love them. <laughs> I'm I'm mad mean. Don't don't don't. Um, it's actually pretty surprising. I feel like the the students that I've worked with, right, the clients that I've worked with, like, they they're there for a reason, right? Like, it's not just like, oh, I have to do this, but mm -hmm. it's like I want to be here. I want to get something out of this, and so they already have like that mentality of like, okay, I have to be willing to give in order to receive, right? In order to get something out of this experience. So I feel like all of my experiences have been really positive. Like I feel like at the end of the day, like we've both gained something out of this, right? I've learned mm -hmm. something from you and you've been able to learn something either about me or about yourself, right? That'll help you grow and continue as a person. Mm -hmm. So I love it. <laughs> okay, damn. Do you feel there's something very fruitful about engaging in the development process of another individual? I would say, yeah. I think it, it gets challenging, right? Because you start to, <laughs> this is such a bad thing, but you start to analyze everybody. Like even people who don't want to be <laughs> analyzing, okay. like, oh yeah, you need help. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. Sheesh. Uh, yeah. 
I know that's why people think I'm very judgmental because I look around. I'm like, man, all y'all need help. Every artist um, needs therapy. Nobody yeah. can tell me different. <laughs> nah, nah, that's real, man. That's real. No, I mean, creativity is a problem-solving mm-hmm. function in the human um, brain, and like, when it when we talk about creativity just in light of art, we miss out on that factor. And the reason why, you know, artists need therapy is because, damn, they got a lot of shit to solve. You know what I'm saying? They got problems, man. Every day we're solving something new. Uh-huh. You know, damn. Okay. What do you feel um, might be the next problem to tackle in Destiny's, in Destiny's portfolio? Mm. You, you've kind of gone after your cultural experience yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? You think there's anything left to... I mean, I hope there's, there's so much more to talk about. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I definitely, like, for future projects, I want to, you know, um, work on, like, self-doubt, right? Whether that's, like, me personally or looking at, like, others' self-doubts and just doubts in general and Mm. fears. Um, Because I feel like that's something that, like, whether we want to admit or not, like, we all deal with that, right? Mm -hmm. That's something that we're consistently dealing with and having to overcome. And I feel like that's something that, like, anybody at any age can kind of relate to so that's something that i definitely want to like address in the future that's funny i think that's i think that's a great i don't know i often think about the um the ways different mediums allow you to tackle different topics and sort of like writing for example i think allows you a very psychological experience Mm -hmm. on for example um anxiety what do you in fear and self-doubt what do you feel the photography medium provides on that subject matter? Hmm. Can you explain further? Like, I don't know, photography, it may agree or disagree with this analysis. Okay. Photography <laughs> is a very static craft. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're capturing these instantaneous moments. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Versus a film, it's actually like a whole compilation of of photographs in that yeah. it's a series of moments mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um and like a painting can do something that a photograph can do right yep. but a painting allows you to get weirder because you can mm-hmm. you can i don't know but like you know what i'm saying yeah, um, yeah, yeah. i get what you want yeah so like what and this is something i guess i try to understand about photography about all types of mediums because mm-hmm. like art is just weird and what it allows and i mean this in the best possible way weird and that it allows you to like consider different angles on the same thing Mm -hmm. and not just different angles but like it's almost like different dimensions man like (laughs) like time dimensions right um like what do you what do you feel photography does to our i guess our perception of reality Hmm. i think it really like there's a lot of right so photography can be very much like oh i'm just capturing this this moment right here right now But there's a lot that can go behind photography, right, that people may not think about. Like, if you want to create a scene, for example, Mm -hmm. then it's like set up, it's props, it's lighting. Different lighting can convey different emotions, different colored lighting, right, different temperatures. Um, Perspective, right, am I shooting from above, am I shooting from below, am I shooting from the perspective of a child or from a giant? Um, There's just a lot of things that can help portray or kind of distort how a viewer is internalizing that image Mm -hmm. so i think it really it depends right it depends on what we're trying to portray what it is that we want people to feel from this image but it could be very simple of like 
oh yeah, I'm just capturing this beautiful day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> photography, I think, as non-photographer, it seems so effortless. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, it, it really doesn't seem to be like, I know you guys, there's so many little details and nuances. And the thing is, that's about any craft. Because anybody who tells oh, me writing sure. is easy, I'm like, dog, I mm. did. I had to do mad math just, just to give you three words. You know what I'm saying? Um, so what what techniques or like what, um, I guess, what realm of reality do you feel like? I guess, I guess is that what I mean? No. Okay. What do you feel like photography allows you to solve, right? Writing is for me is like mm. a simulation. Like mm. I have an idea or a problem, yeah. And then I'll set up a bunch of characters, and then I'll set up a situation, and then I run the simulation. Mm. And then I'm like, wow, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> this results in absolute catastrophe for yeah. everybody, and there's nothing I could do to mitigate it. Mm. Let me not live my life like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. So yeah, like, what do you? What is like the medium of photography? Like, what is it? What does it allow? Or like, what is it doing for you? you know? I think for me, like, it allows me to face like my fears, my doubts, my angers, whatever, like any negative and even positive emotion head on. Do you feel like it lets you like catch them? Yeah, yeah. literally capture them. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Because you know. It's literally freezing that moment, whether it's reality or not, right? So no matter what, like looking back at that image, I'm able to see everything, right? I'm able to think back as to like, how did I get here? Or like, what are the steps that I took to create this? Or like, it's things that I have to face like directly, like not even because I physically have the image to my face, but I don't know. It just makes me like confront things a different way. Mm-hmm. No, no. I think that's a yeah, yeah. That's more or less like yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's a problem solving like yeah. gimmick either way. And yeah. like you were saying too, like it's very easy to create different characters, right? Within photographs, there's been times that I've really I've taken self portraits of myself in different you know different formats that I don't really feel like resembles me. And it's like, I'm taking on this different character, this Whoa. different person. Interesting. Interesting. Can, do you want to say more on that? Like, I'm not stopping <laughs> you. I'm just like, a, a, I, I find that a lot of things like, okay, because right there, what you just basically said was that you captured yourself in different moments, but those didn't feel like you. Mm-hmm. Something I talk about with Jimbo often, uh, something we talk about on our first episode. By the way, podcast, we got we got Jimbo engineering right now, but he's off cam. <laughs> um, shouts to homie by persona. Um, so it's the problem of identity. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and Jimmy went about searching for it through clothing yeah. and fashion. And you, for we, this whole. Your whole photography project is on your, your cultural experience. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That seems very grounded in identity. Um, damn. How, I guess, does photography... Or how have you felt photography has had a role in your, like, identity, man? Yeah. I think, like, it plays a huge part in my identity. <laughs> like, I just, like... 
whether it's pictures of like my family, right, or places or, you know, random objects or self-portraits of myself, like we were just talking about, right, in a different mm -hmm. perspective, like these are all little pieces of myself that like have made me who I am today. And mm -hmm. so having those images, like capturing those moments, like those are like solid core parts of my life of who I, who I am. It's so wow, all right, all right, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> now we're, we're getting, we're good, we're on to something a little high right now. Because, yeah, yeah, more, more so in, an, in, in any individual's life, a photographs mark or they capture benchmark moments in yeah. our lives, you know what I'm saying? I think it's very easy to take for granted. As someone who, like, I've always hated being in pictures, mm -hmm. I'll be honest. Um, I've actually, oh, yeah, you too? I yeah. hate being in pictures. hate being in pictures. I've actually always hated on camera. I'm really coming out of my shell with this podcast. I hope y'all know. I'm proud of you. Good looks. Um, why don't you like being in photos? I think... Because I doubt it's for the same reasons as me. <laughs> um, I don't know, honestly. Because I feel like, especially with my students, like I emphasize the importance of getting your picture taken, mm -hmm. right? Like you're capturing who you are at that moment, your realness, your identity, like who I was five years ago, like definitely is not who I am today. And I can see that through my like pictures of myself. I'm like, oof, mm -hmm. I was hurting. Um, I think for myself, like, I don't know, I, I've just always, put others before myself so I'm like I'd rather capture you than capture myself okay wow interesting expand on that tell me more about that yeah I just like I think for me like right like as much as I'm like yeah like I don't really like getting my picture taken right like I hope people remember me like not not because they need a picture of me to remember me but because of like the impact that I've left on their life and the actions you did yeah interesting so i feel like a picture can be like nice to have but i feel like at the end of the day i hope like what i've done for you and the impact and like the stories and memories that we've shared together will be enough that you don't even need a picture how this ah damn i guess i'm gonna ask the 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 how much of this how important is legacy to you destiny i think it's it's really important to me, right? Like, I want to leave my mark, whether it's on one person, 10 people, more, that would be awesome. But, like, to know, like, I made a difference in somebody's life, like, mm -hmm. that that gives me more than enough purpose. Damn. <laughs> no, that one, that one's... How have... Do you feel... Do you ever feel a weight of expectations? I think I hold myself to like very high standards. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, like I always try to give my best right and remain humble and do all that I can to help others. Um, so I definitely hold myself to a high standard um, and I have a lot of expectations for myself. Do I meet them all? Sometimes not, but. Do you ever struggle to be compassionate with yourself? Definitely. Okay. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I think I, I'm really tough on myself, but I think it also, like, I, I think I'm happy that I am in, like, a sense because, like, 
a lot of who I am today is because of how like tough I've been on myself. Yeah. And I would say I'm a, I'm a pretty okay person. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You seem pretty decent to me, guy. So, like, at times it's like, it's important, right, to remind myself, like, yo, Destiny, like, take a breather. It's okay. Like, you don't always have to hold yourself to the standard. But at the same time, like, because of that, like, I don't know. I, I put, like, more effort and emphasis and passion into everything that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like overall, like, it's benefited me, yeah. if anything. Okay. Damn. I feel like that's a better place to end it. You know what I mean? Because I, I just remember time, Jimbo. Um, my man got to be somewhere in a bit. Um, I do want to have you again on the show because, if I'm not mistaken, Destiny Medina. <laughs> um you are one of the more spiritual and religious individuals I know. Is that correct? That Why? Is, that I, is correct. I think, yeah, yeah. I think only I could have answered you know, that I know. You are very, you are, you know, yeah, yeah. But yes, you are actually one of the more spiritual and religious individuals I have the pleasure of knowing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and one of these days, I want to sit down and pick your brain about the God problem. Yeah. Um, you might not see it as a problem. And I don't either. Um, it's just an interesting thing to think about. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, 